How you get so much favor on your side? Accept the measure, Lord and Savior, I replied. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the channel. It's just another critic. We're continuing my week 14 college football predictions with the Iron Bowl. Got Alabama going to Auburn. Auburn sitting at 8-3, and 4-3 in conference, really just playing for uh, a better bowl berth. Alabama obviously playing for the last spot in the college football playoff. Obviously, this win does not guarantee them that spot. Um, there's still a few other things that need to play out, but if they win, they certainly put themselves in the in the right position in order to get that spot. Um, Alabama 10-1, 6-1 in conference. Uh, obviously, the big story, the loss of Tua Tagovailoa. And um, new quarterback Mac Jones is he going to is he going to be able to step up and take over this uh, team and and really keep up the same type of production that Tua was able to put out for them with the way this defense hasn't been performing. Uh, for those of you betting on the game right now, Alabama six and five against the spread. Auburn sitting at eight and three against the spread. Number currently sits at minus three or just three in favor of Alabama. Over-unders at 49. Quickly jump into statistics and get into my own personal thoughts on the game. Alabama right now averaging 48 points per game. Defense allowing 16 points per game. Offense is averaging 344 through the air and 168 on the ground. While the Alabama defense allowing 184 through the air and 130 on the ground. Auburn on the other hand averaging 32 points per game allowing 16 points per game. Offense is averaging 213 through the air and 213 on the ground. Defense allowing 196 through the air and 109 on the ground. Quick note, obviously most of that uh, offensive production or those offensive statistics are going to be a bit inflated because most of those uh, statistics have come from Tua's production and obviously Tua is no longer with the team. Something to just keep in mind. With that being said, let's talk about Alabama because right now I think there's more questions about this Alabama team coming into this matchup for obvious reasons that I don't really need to touch on, um, you know, whether or not Mac Jones is going to be able to step up. Yes, we've seen him versus an Arkansas team that's arguably the worst in the Power Five. Yes, we've seen him versus, um, you know, West Carolina or whatever FCS team that was just a week ago where they blew him out 66-3. But he hasn't seen any meaningful snaps yet. We saw him take over in the Tennessee game that Tua went out. And he really didn't do much. Um, he had some, you know, some pretty good throws here and there, but really not much production. We saw him take over in the Mississippi State game. And again, he didn't really do much there. Uh, they scored three points in the second half after Tua's hip injury. And so while we've seen a lot of good um, bright spots from him, right, in some versus some of these lesser opponents, um, is that really going to translate? And the thing is, this is going to be not only probably the biggest it is the biggest game of the year for Alabama um, that's not even a question it's the Iron Bowl it's the biggest rival and it's going to be at Auburn so the crowd noise is going to be insane so he's playing against probably the best team he's going to play against all season and he's going to be playing in their house in his first meaningful snaps I really see two outcomes from Mac Jones and his performance this weekend it's either going to be really good or really bad with that being said uh, I do think he'll get a lot more help from his running game and guys like Najee Harris, B. Robinson. Um, and I think they're going to try and utilize that run game a lot more, knowing that this quarterback's going to need a lot of help, um, a lot more help, if he's going to have a chance at winning this game. And assuming that we're going to see the same Auburn offense we've seen all season, just very slow, methodical, not really big time explosive plays, and they're not really, you know, very threatening to most defenses. 
assuming we see that Auburn offense, Alabama isn't going to want to push the issue in trying to get into the end zone because they know it's going to be a long game. They're going to have to play the quote-unquote long game and trying to wear this team down overall just limiting mistakes offensively making sure that you know when you're running you're running with ball security when you're throwing the ball if you don't have a man you're throwing it out of bounds and playing for the next play once the turnovers start showing up on the stat sheet uh, against Alabama that's when the momentum's going to change playing in enemy territory it's just going to be a long day from that moment on and pulling yourself out of that uh, you know that Auburn momentum that's going to be a tough part even for a young quarterback and a defense who hasn't been playing very well Speaking of the defense, Alabama, right? A lot of injuries, I understand. True freshmen starting in the front seven, four in particular. Um, and even the the players that are experienced and the veteran leaders that you do have on this team, they haven't necessarily been playing up to their potential either. Guys like Trayvon Diggs, Patrick Sertain, um, as well as Shaheem Carter, all guys who were who are leaders on this team really haven't played up to their standard. Uh, obviously, the defense as a whole hasn't played up to their standard. Uh, the best guy, the guy that's playing the best right now is Xavier McKinney, undoubtedly, um, getting the most production from him. And and not only that, but one of their bigger issues on this defense has been their open field tackling. Um, but again, Xavier McKinney has been the only guy that's really played up to the level of the Alabama standard. Um, Raekwon, Raekwon Davis, another guy that's been you know, really spotty in his play this year. Again, I understand how much the injuries have absolutely destroyed this team overall, offensively and defensively. Um, but like I talked about, even the vets who have been on this team for, you know, a few years now, they haven't played up to their best. With that said, while they haven't played up to the Alabama standard that most people are used to seeing from Alabama defenses, I do think they have been progressing as the season's gone along. I still I still think their run defense is something that is an area of exposure that we might see this weekend versus Auburn. Um, but also, they've gotten much better in the pass rush. They're getting to the quarterback. And outside of those two areas, like I touched on earlier, I think uh, one of the biggest issues for every team in general in, in college football and in football in general is open field tackling, right? Those yards after contact, yards after catch. Being able to make those tackles in space are very important and very critical, um, really, especially when you're playing in bigger games like this, bigger games versus LSU. We saw that in the LSU game, just a lot of open field misses and tackles uh, where Clyde Edwards Hilaire was just able to get a ton of extra yards, which play important roles in these types of games and getting you a new set of downs, new set of downs equals more opportunities, more possessions, more opportunities to put the ball in the end zone. The good news is for Alabama fans is that this Alabama defense, we still haven't seen them play their best game yet. We still haven't seen it yet. And so they have the opportunity this weekend to essentially put it all together, right? The accumulation of all the things that they've learned throughout the season and all the experiences that they've gained throughout the season for those younger guys and put it all together this weekend versus Auburn in the biggest game of the season with the season on the line, essentially. Now, moving forward, taking a look at Auburn offensively to begin with, the crazy thing is that Bo Nix right now in this particular matchup, he is their biggest strength and their weakness. The reason I say strength is because he has some of the biggest experience in the biggest games of the year. He's already played Oregon. He's already played Georgia. He's already played Florida. He's already played LSU. And he's played in some of the biggest games of the year on the biggest stage. Now he'll be playing in another big game at home in front of his home crowd 
um, this is probably going to be the most comfortable he's been throughout the season, knowing that honestly he's he's already played one of the best defenses in the country uh if not the best defense in the country in georgia now outside of his experience he has been very spotty in his play right i understand that um it's either bow nicks you're getting or bow picks it's pretty clear right now he's very spotty in his play and um he's just not very efficient you know he threw the ball 50 times versus georgia and i get it he's going through his growing pains he's a true freshman he's still figuring it out and while he hasn't been putting up big-time production statistically, um, I think the biggest thing to note or the biggest thing to really take a look at is that he hasn't really been turning the ball over in recent games. You take a look at Mississippi, zero interceptions. Uh, Georgia, zero interceptions. Sanford, zero interceptions. So as long as you're not making those types of critical mistakes, turning it over in uh, enemy territory or turning it over in your own territory and giving your opponent positive field position, um, that's always positives to point out for a young quarterback. Outside of Bo Nix, we do know that they have some big-time weapons that they love to utilize. Outside the hashes, they run a lot of jet sweeps with Anthony Schwartz, um, as well as getting Cam Martin outside the numbers. If they're coming downhill, they're going to bring uh, Jatarvis Whitlow straight downhill and hit you right in the mouth. On the outside, they got a big play wide receiver in Seth Williams. So these are definitely weapons that they're going to try and utilize and get these guys in open space. Um, and really just do a good job of keeping it simple, getting the ball in your playmaker's hands. Overall, though, while this offense does have a lot of weapons, um, they really just haven't played consistently enough to put themselves in a position to compete for a championship this season. The good news for Auburn is that they've already faced some of the biggest and baddest defenses in the country already against Florida, against Georgia. And so coming into this matchup against Alabama, I think they're going to be able to take advantage of not only the inexperience on defense, but as well as just the way that this defense hasn't been performing as in, in a whole. And uh, I think there's going to be area of, areas of exposure for Auburn to take advantage of. And I think that's going to play a big part in the outcome of this game. As far as how I see this game playing out, to begin with, I think Mac Jones is going to get a big-time wake-up call playing against not only better athletes, better coverages, better schemes, just a better team overall um, because he's really only had a decent amount of playing time versus lesser opponents, right? An FCS opponent in Arkansas. So while those games, he's gained confidence in those games, he really isn't going to see anything close to what he saw versus those defenses. I expect Mac Jones to struggle early. I think Alabama is going to utilize a heavy run game. I think they're just going to try and wear down Auburn's defense and try and play for the long term, try and play for the third and fourth quarter, unless uh, Auburn otherwise runs away early with it and gets up a few scores, then that'll force their hand to turn to Mac Jones and let him just sling it. I don't think much changes for Auburn. I think they're going to utilize the jet sweeps heavily. They're going to want to get the ball on the outside, get their guys uh, into open space like Anthony Schwartz as, as well as Cam Martin. Um, and then they're just going to run the ball and play defense. Simple as that. They're going to run the ball, play defense, and look for the big play on play actions um, when they feel that it's there. I expect this game to be close for pretty much all four quarters um, with the game being decided in the fourth, barring any type of you know consistent turnovers by Mac Jones. If Mac Jones starts to turn the ball over or Alabama turns the ball over in general, I think this game could get out of hand um, and it could turn into a two to three touchdown lead for Auburn. 
Um, but overall, I think it will be a close one. I actually have Auburn winning this game 24-20 to at home. I think Auburn wins. I don't think Mac Jones has the juice yet, maybe next year. Um, but yeah, I think Auburn wins War Eagle 24-20 uh, to final score. With that being said, if you guys have any opinions, drop them in the comment section. If you guys have anything you want to say, drop them in the comment section, good or bad, I don't care. Uh, with that being said, like, comment, and subscribe. Hope you guys uh, got some value from this episode. And with all that being said, thanks for supporting the channel. Appreciate you for listening. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day, evening, or night. This is Just Another Critic signing off. Peace. His light shine the brightest in the dark. Single mothers know they get my heart.